Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Welcome back, listeners. It is Friday, May 12th. Kim Hauer with Amber. Amber. Last day. We made it through. Last day. Almost the weekend. Right. Woot, woot. <laughs> Tulip time. Y'all are going to be excited to go downtown this weekend and get some junk or wait till Sunday. I don't know if that's okay to list or not, but sorry if it's not. Um, but Sunday, I think generally the crazy people are all gone. Mm, yeah. So it's a little less busy. We'll see. Just saying. <laughs> anyway. All right. So let's jump into scripture today. Um, Matthew 19. Yeah. Starting big at, one. Starting at verse 16. <clears throat> and we're going to read it all the way till the end. Verse 30. Oh, yeah. All right. Now a man came up from up to Jesus and asked, Teacher, what good things must I do to get eternal life? Why do you ask me about what is good? Jesus replied, There is only one who is good. If you want to enter life, obey the commandments. He asked, Which ones? Jesus replied, Do not murder. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not give false testimony. Honor your father and mother and love your neighbor as yourself. All these I have kept, said the young man. What do I still lack? Jesus answered, If you want to be perfect, go, sell your possessions, give to the poor, and you will have treasures in heaven. Then come, follow me. When the young man heard this, he went away sad because he had great wealth. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Truly I tell you, it is hard for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished and asked, Who then can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, With man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Peter answered him, We have left everything to follow you. What then will there be for us? Jesus said to them, Truly I tell you, at the renewal of all things, when the Son of Man sits on his glorious throne, you who have followed me will also sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or fields for my sake will receive a hundred times as much and will inherit eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and many who are last will be first. Whew. A long yeah, one. A long one. There's and a lot. Challenging. Challenging, challenging. So what'd you get? There's a lot. What'd you get from oh, it? Oh my goodness. There's so many. Um we as humans need rules. And God gave us those rules in the Ten Commandments. And he um he kind of real Illiterate. Reiterated. Reiterated. Right? Yeah. Yes. Reiterated mm -hmm. that um, when when telling um, them 
what they need to do to get to that point of eternal life. Yeah. I liked how, um, so he questions which ones, you know, when Jesus says, <laughs> keep my commandments. And he's like, well, which ones? Because again, in Jewish world, there were like 600. It wasn't just the 10 commandments. Like if you read Leviticus, the entire Torah the is like, yes. so he's legitimately saying like, <laughs> you don't really think like, I don't have to keep all say 600 of them, right? Like that's not realistic. And so then Jesus does narrow it down to essentially the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments. Um, and then the man, and I just, I kind of loved because, I mean, if you read through the list, I, I would honestly say a lot of them really aren't that difficult. No. Right. I mean, these are ones that we pretty much all in civil society can agree <laughs> that we should avoid. Right. We shouldn't murder. We shouldn't steal, no. um, give false testimony or lie about somebody. Right. Shouldn't commit adultery. Generally speaking, I think civil society would look at those and say, yeah, those aren't that big of a deal. So that's why he's saying, well, I've kept all those. Those aren't like sweet. Yeah. You know? I'm done. Woohoo. Eternal life. Yeah. And he's like, but what do I still lack? Because I feel like that, that can't be that easy. Right? Like, he's no. like, it can't be that easy. Like, come on. What am I missing? Um, and then Jesus gets to the heart of it, right? Yeah. He's like, dang it. <laughs> if Jesus did not know this man's heart, the story would not be here. No. Nope. Because Jesus hit him where it hurt. Well, you know, and... We should be able to give up anything God asks us to give up. Right. We should be able to. He gave his son for right. us. Yeah. That's big. Another, huge. That's another big one. Right. Um, but then we see, right, how hard is it for this man to do it? So hard. He can't. He's like, <laughs> What? He's like, I'm a millionaire, Jesus. What you talking about? I ain't right. giving that up. No. Right? And he walked away sad because he knew he couldn't do it. Um, and I think we like to focus, or sometimes people like to focus on the wealth aspect of this. There are plenty of other scriptures yeah. where Jesus does not ask wealthy people to give up their wealth. He just doesn't. It's not a general rule where Jesus says, if you have a lot of money, I'm going to require you give it all to me. Right. He doesn't say that. That's okay. not a blanket rule. It was specific to this man, right? Jesus knew his heart. Yeah. He knew that that money meant more, meant more to him than eternal life. Than Jesus and eternal life. Yeah. Yep. And so sometimes I think we like to use this and say, well, gee, I'm not that wealthy. So I guess if God wants to take my money, he can take my money. I mean, what's he going to get? Like 50 bucks? Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Here you go, God. That's not a big deal, right? Um, but for me, money, even though I'm very comfortable, um, he certainly could ask that of me. It's not what God would ask of me. No, because he knows your heart. Because he knows my heart. Yes. And he knows in my heart. Mine was, at least at one point, was my job. I wasn't giving that up 
it was a part of me. It was who I was. It was my identity. Yeah. And when God asked me to give that up, that was not so easy. That was a hard, hard that decision. was super hard. Um, and so I, I don't know what that is for each person listening today, right? Like, But that treasure, what is it that you treasure? Because while the conviction might not come about your money, Jesus might not be asking for your money, even if you have an awful lot of it, um, he might be asking. Yeah, it might just be time. Yeah. As simple as time. Yeah. I'm just asking for a little bit of time. Yep. Um, yep. Or like our skills, that kind of was tied to my job maybe a little bit, but I feel like, you know, a performance or skills or time, money, all these things that are, they're not inherently bad. They're no. really not. Money's not bad. Um, your job's not bad. Nope. Your skills, your talents, your gifts, like, all of these things are not inherently bad. What makes them bad <laughs> yes. is when we place them above Jesus. Correct. And he knows sometimes more than we know. I would agree. What it is that's really drawing our attention away from him. And he'll get there. And you can surrender or not. Yeah. I found out. He might just take it. He might just take it. <laughs> um, I fortunately was allowed the opportunity to give mine up um, gracefully and um, with the right heart and mind. And I'm glad I did. I'm glad that he allowed me the ability to be obedient, even though I fought for a long time. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was like four years. Um, I'm glad he was patient to allow me the time to be obedient. Um, because I think I would have felt differently if he actually removed it from me. I don't think I would have learned the lesson of it being right above Jesus in my life. So um, this way, even though it was painful and it was a lesson I needed to learn, I learned that I cannot let my identity be wrapped, identity be wrapped up in my job because then I place that above God. Right. And he does not have room for that. Doesn't have tolerance for that, right? No. Patience. Thank goodness. Long-suffering Jesus. Mercy. I love it. Yes. yes. Um, thank goodness he is a good, good God. Um, but yeah, so it doesn't have to be money. You know, let's not get caught up on our treasure being money or no. financial things. It can be in all, all sorts of things. And God knows our heart. So then as we go on to like the next part, like what'd you get on that? Anything there that you felt like? Um, he asks us to be humble. Yeah. And that in reference to what verse are you looking at there? Mm, where did I write it down? Well, I think obviously in verse 30, but I think yeah. it was just before that. Um, when he's talking to Peter. Yeah. And Peter's like, hey, listen here. <laughs> right. We've given we up have everything. Nothing. Yeah. We have no family, no kids. Right. You know. Anything we did have, we left. Yeah. Because you told us to. 
<laughs> so here we are. Because they were being good stewards. They were, you right. know. They were following. Following. So they were obedient. Um, yeah, I, I always, I love Peter. <laughs> like he is the one disciple who is so willing every time to stick his neck out there and be like asking what everybody else wants to ask. He does. He questions he things does. and he's not afraid to like make a fool out of himself. Just put it out there. Yeah. You know. Um, he doesn't care what. And that's kind of refreshing. Yeah. Because yeah, you, you know where he stands. Yeah. And um, I feel like now in these days that we live in, we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings or step on anybody's toes. So, um, Right. So we guard ourselves. Yeah. When I meet somebody that's straightforward and kind of just tells it how it is, it's very refreshing to me right. to know where I stand. And um, they're always the people that will kind of say, hey, you know, get your act together or, you know question right. things and then it makes me question you know maybe maybe I should have not have said that and maybe I do need to go and ask for forgiveness because I did hurt somebody's feelings so um yeah I think we just need to yeah Peter be... definitely has one of those like <laughs> yeah all right everybody I'll ask the question here because I feel like we got to know like, like where the, do we yeah where do we stand in this whole ordeal um I do love that um, Jesus makes it clear that there will be a reward. Right. All the treasures in heaven. Or rewards. You know, um, it's not just that we have eternal life. Um, but clearly the, the 12 disciples, well, it won't be 12, I don't think. <laughs> um, although maybe the apostle Paul actually fills this of Judas. Oh, maybe. Because there's apparently 12 thrones. So maybe. Um, anyway, it's clear that they will have, right? Jesus has cemented their place yeah. in heaven as being those who Because you've him. given up so much yeah. to do this for me. Yeah. This is your reward. Yeah, and I, I, so I, a person who loves, I guess, to me, that would be justice, right? Yeah. Like, seriously, if you were the 12 disciples, other than Judas, poor Judas, um, but if you were the 12 disciples, right, and you just followed him and gave up everything and um, end up really ultimately dying for the cause, um, I think they do deserved justly. A place of authority in heaven. Yeah. Right? As Abraham, Moses. Right. Um, you know, the the big names of faith. Um, not that I'm a peon, right? <laughs> I get no, that. No, but the greats. But the greats. The greats, right? Like, they should have a place. Like, they, they did earn their place, right? Um, they did what God asked them to do. And it wasn't easy. And it wasn't easy. Uh, but they did it anyway. And I, and I think even the sign of um, a just and not everything's going to be equal in heaven. I, I just don't, I firmly believe that's not truth. Um, I think we see here that the 12 disciples are going to have uh, a bit of a hierarchy thrones. above us, right? They're, yes. they're going to have thrones. Yeah. I will not, I'm sure. I don't, 
I don't know why I would, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> so I don't need one. But I'm just saying, like, I think there is going to be a bit of a hierarchy in heaven. And I think that's just. Um, but even in the sentence at the end, it says, but many who are first on earth, right? Right. Will be last in heaven. And many who are last will be first. Well, you can't have all number one first places and then all what? I don't, are there a million? Like, I don't know. What's the bottom number? I don't know. But you get what I'm saying? Like, there's a progression. There's a line. Um, Like, we're all lining up for (laughs) entry, you know, get our ticket punched. I don't know, but it's weird. Um, But I just think that there's, there's definitely going to be levels of that vary between individuals in heaven. Um, and I think, like, to me, that just speaks of an extremely just God. It couldn't be unjust because right. he knows everything. Right? He judges my heart according to my heart. Right. He knows everything. So it's not like he's making stuff up. No. <laughs> Right? No, no. So if I get like just in there and I'm like the millionth person just squeaking in, I'm like, God is just. Obviously, that's where I need to be. (laughs) I don't know. Um, I just love the picture of Jesus saying, yeah, 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 Peter. You'll get your spot, dude. Yeah, don't Don't worry worry about about it. (laughs) Trust me. Trust me. It'll be worth it in the end. Um, And I think that is, to me, where we get our hope. Um, it's where we get our desire to persevere. Yeah, most definitely. Right? Because when we keep in mind the end game. Yeah, focus on the end game. Right? Jesus and heaven, eternity, mm-hmm. whatever that looks like. Um, For each and every one of us. Yeah. Like, man, it doesn't get better than that. So. Right. Focus but on the end game. It'll be all. Snow and snowmobiling. No snowmobiling. <laughs> Actually, I might like it then. Right. You never It'll know. It'll be clouds, right? Maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Either. We're not supposed you. to know. Nope. Nope. Um, it'll be an exciting surprise when we get there, I'm sure. Um, yeah. I think that was one of the comments that I read in my commentaries is that um, we will certainly, I think, be surprised. We'll be like children. By heaven. Yeah, learning you know, and just exciting. And eyes wide open in awe right. of everything. everything. The beauty, yeah. everything. Yep. So. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. Uh, look forward to that. Hope for that. Um, but it's a good reminder that the value system that Jesus has and God have, totally different. Yeah. Totally different than what we have on earth. Most definitely. Um, And humility is huge. Yeah. And those who suffer well here Mm -hmm. will be rewarded. Yes. In heaven, for sure. So um, I pray that you will have a great weekend. Yeah. Thank Thank you, you, Amber, for this. This is a good week, and I appreciate it. Mm. Enjoy Um, your... Tulip, tulip time. time. <laughs> I'm sure I will get in my junk food and people watching. Yeah. And the rest of you too have a great weekend. It's um, been great. Amber has loved it. She's going to do it again, I'm sure. Um, you can ask her sometime how yeah. bad or how good it was, okay? It's not bad. There you go. On recorded mic, she yeah. says it's not it's bad. It's not bad. It's okay. Kim's not that scary. Oh, no. Not at all. Everybody can do it, right? 
I I think so. If I asked Kirk, what would he say? Mm-hmm. He might. You think he might? I don't know if he would. All right. He doesn't like men to be, are much more difficult. He to doesn't get, like to be put on the spot. Yeah, he's a very quiet man. He's an introvert. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. But the introverts have lots of good things to say. Yeah, he's very wise when it yeah. comes to his Bible. They just rarely let it out. Mm. We'll have to work on that one. Yeah. But anybody else <laughs> who thinks that this is hard, it's no, not. No, try it. It's, try it's it. good. Yes. Thank you very much. Everybody have a great weekend. See, See ya. ya. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.